0: Prabhu Prabhupada, my beloved spiritual master and the founder Acharya of Iskon. So today we are going to start a brand new shloka, and that is shloka number 21. And let's see how many sessions we can start and cover today. So we have very interesting discussion now. This is the first time the Bhagavad Gita that Arjuna is speaking as I have already told you earlier Bhagavad Gita has a nested conversation so there are two dialogues that are happening constantly simultaneously happening between Sanjaya and Bhritarashtra and another conversation between Krishna and Arjuna. So this is the nested conversation, so now the focus is shifted back on Arjuna and this is the first time that Arjuna is going to speak. Kindly of repeat after me. Arjuna huvacha madhe, Ratam Yavattheta nirikshayam Yodhukamana vastitha Kairmaya sahayodgavyam Asmin ranasam Wonderful, let's do that once again. अर्जुन हुआ चा सेनायोर वयोर मधे रतम सापयमेयच्छता यावत्ते तान रिक्षे हम Kain yodavyam Asmin radha Wonderful, please repeat the translation Arjuna said Please repeat O oh, infallible one Please draw my chariot Between the two armies, so that I may see who is present here, who is desirous of fighting, and with whom I must contend in this great battle of, in the great battle attempt. Fantastic! Thank you so much! So here, very interestingly Arjuna vacha senayot vayot madhye So, Arjuna is saying My dear Krishna, Achyuta Please take the chariot in between The two armies Senayot vayot madhye Ratam sa achyuta So this is a very surprising request from Arjuna because he saying here I want to see who is there on the other side as if he doesn't know he is requesting to see something which is already known he already knows who is there on the other side to the extent that he also knows that even Karuna is not there because all those things are already finalized and in the previous discussion we have concluded and seen that how Karuna is not in the side of the Kauravas, right now he's is not fighting. So all those people, great warriors on the side of the Kauravas is already known to Arjuna but still here he asking, my dear Achyuta please take this carriage in between. Just like, just imagine there is a cricket match and in a cricket match there are both the teams all have nicely uh, assembled on the cricket field the fielder, the batsman, the bowler, everybody is ready and just when the match is about to begin, when the bowler is about to go and ball his first ball, that is when, at that moment, the batsman is calling out to the other batsman on the rear end and both of them now are coming together and begin a conversation. They start a conversation. That kind of a situation it is. Now when just the match is about to begin, that is when both the matchmen together on the pitch, they are discussing something. So what happens is all other the spectators and other field members, they're all watching what's happening here. So that's exactly the situation here. See, just before, the day before the match, the teams get to know who are the 11th players playing on both sides. Until they get to know there is some sort of that element of surprise and they want to know the experience, who will be the 11th player all that is there a day before but here when they are on the field it is very clear who is playing, who are the players so Arjuna is in a similar position he knows who are the players on the Kaurava side but still he is asking oh Achyuta please take my chariot I want to see it's very interesting now you see here, Arjuna is taking the name of Krishna as Achyuta. Another very interesting name of Krishna is Achyuta. Achyuta means one who never falls down from his position. One who never commits mistakes in his life is called Achyuta. We also have Achyutans here. So Achyuta means one who never falls down from his position. Why is Arjuna trying to use this or using this word is because Krishna, the Supreme Lord, has taken the position, a very menial position of a chariot driver. That is why it is very important to know this word Arjuna. Although he has taken a very lower position, a menial position of a chariot driver, Krishna's position is not low. He is Achyuta always. He never commits mistakes. Whereas we, human beings, we have an inherent effect within us to commit mistakes. So, commit mistakes is an inherent effect in human beings, not just mistakes, sometimes we even commit blunders. Isn't it? So, human beings, we have an inherent nature to commit mistakes. But Lord Krishna is referred here as Achyuta, never falls down from his position. Why is he? You just imagine for a Kshatriya it's a great insult if he is being asked to take a position of a chariot driver it is a very menial uh, position for a king to take and that happened. it's a very beautiful example in uh, on the battlefield of Kurukshetra on the 16th or the 17th day when Duryodhana he is going to Shalya. And he is asking, can you become the charioteer of Karna? And Shalya was offended because Shalya said, I am a king! Duryodhana, how can you ask me to become a charioteer? That is not possible! And that too you are asking me to become a charioteer of Sutaputra, Karana. He himself is a, son of a charioteer and you are asking me to become a charioteer of this person Karna? I will not become. He was deeply offended. And Shalya was not ready to take that position, but finally of course Duryodhana is diplomatic. you know, how he convinces So that is how, it's a great insult for a Kshatriya to take this lower position. But here, Lord Krishna is taking up that position. If you ask a person who is having tens and hundreds of cars to become a chauffeur for someone, he will be offended, he will not take up that position. But Krishna is called Achyuta, he is Achyuta. He never fails in his affection for his devotee. No matter what, even if he has to take a smaller position, he is ready to take that position because he has that love and affection for his devotee. He never fails to display and exhibit his affection towards his devotee. Just like a prime minister, when a Prime Minister having a meeting with so many other Chief Ministers he is very great, he talks so many political things, he is very, very, he commands respect But the same Prime Minister, when his office, when he is sitting in his office and his grandson or grandchild they enter the office and the grandchild says, Dada Dada, now you become a horse. I want to play on your back, you become a horde. The same prime minister, he will bend down and he will become a horde for the grandson and grandchild, is it not? Why? Because the love and affection the prime minister has for the grandchild. And in order to fulfill that desire of the grandchild, he readily agrees to take that lower position and become a ghoda. Tell me a tuk tuk tuk. You know, that is how the child dominates the Prime Minister. But that doesn't mean the Prime Minister has become lower in his position, no. So, similarly, Yadshuta, although he has taken a very menial position, his position remains the highest. Now, Krishna is the Prime Minister of the whole universe. And he is taking this position because he has love and affection. And mind you, my dear listeners, It is very interesting point, in the battlefield when the war is happening, when the soldiers are fighting, there is a clash between the weapons and it creates lot of noise and there are war cries everywhere. So there is lot of noisy situation in the war and that is when the king sitting on the chariot, in order to direct the charioteer, the driver, he has to kick on the shoulder of the driver. If he has to take a left turn, he will kick on the left shoulder. On the right shoulder, when he wants to take the right turn. So, Krishna is taking that position to accept the kicks of Arjuna on the shoulder. Can you imagine? That is the Bhakta Vatsalyata of the Supreme Lord. That is the love. And even in the battlefield, when uh, once Bhishma had overpowered Arjuna and was shooting arrows and he had injured Arjuna with so many arrows and that is the point when Krishna who has taken the promise that he will not lift any weapons in the battle of Kurukshetra, he gets down of the chariot, he takes the wheel of the chariot and is ready, he is rushing towards Bhishma to attack Bhishma. Why? because of the Vata He is ready to break his own promise to protect his devotee That is the affection that Lord Krishna has for his devotee In the case of Bhakta Pralada we have seen that how the small tender boy was harassed by his own father Hedepeka But then just to prove Pralada's words come true to ensure that Pralada's devotion is glorified the Supreme Lord comes out of the pillar in the form of Narasimha and kills and slays Hiranika Why? Because he loves his devotee. So my dear listeners, when we also through this understanding of the Bhagavad Gita develop some love and affection, some devotional attitude towards that Supreme Lord Krishna that same Lord Krishna who protected Arjuna will also protect us because we are also going through lots of tribulations in our own life to different degrees in different situations, is it not? we all are having lots of problems time and again we want to solve some problems but then problems keep popping up in our life so in order to have a smooth ride or rather to say being guided by the instructions of Lord Krishna is the greatest, greatest protection that we can get. And that is why we need to understand this Bhagavad Gita systematically, very systematically, so that we also get the same protection like Arjuna did. Extremely important. And that is our ultimate purpose also. We are here all together. Why? Because we want to come together and understand Bhagavad Gita and seek the protection of the Lord so that we Can cross over this material ocean smoothly. Extremely important. So let's go to the next word, twenty-third word. And by the way, at this point of time, Archana, he was all ready to fight. He has not decided anything as of now. He is all ready to fight. But then, what happens when he looks? At the opponent, let's see what happens. The twenty third shloka Yotjamana laviksheham Tayetetra Samatataha Dhataratrakya Durgusde. Yudhe Priya Chirshavah, wonderful. Let's do that once again. Yushyamaana Vichchham, Jayate Shrut Samajata, Haat Raashtrajadur de Wonderful Please repeat the translation Let me see Those who have come here to fight Wishing to please The evil minded son of Dhritarashtra I, in the previous words also Azna has used this word very nice He says niriksh, and here he's using aviksh, akshe means to see to see through the eyes we say pratyaksha, pratyaksha pramana pratiaksha to understand the reality through the senses is called Pratyaksha Pramana. We will discuss this in detail in our future topics. It's extremely important. How we acquire knowledge, extremely important. So Pratyaksha Pramana, ham. So what here, Arjuna is saying here, if you see, samagataha ete trak samagataha The practically, literally, the whole world Kings belonging to different parts of the world All of them have come and gathered on the battlefield of Kurukshetra Earlier, 5000 years ago, the whole planet earth was called Bharata Bhumi, Bharata Varsha So that is how kings from different regions have assembled here Either taking the side of Kauravas or taking the side of the Pandavas. So the whole world practically is divided into two, the Pandavas section and the Kauravas section. So that is how, if you analyze, like for example Jayatrata, Jayatrata is from Australia, Sharya is from Siberia, and if you see Shapuni, Shapuni is from Kandahar, the present Kandahar, which is in Afghanistan. So if you see, all these great kings actually belong to the different parts of the world That was uh, how the world was distributed earlier. So all of them have now come And why they have come? Dhatrashtrasya Durbuddhe buddhi means intelligence We all have intelligence Intelligence we use to create so many beautiful things But Durbuddhe he means that misguided evil intelligence which is used to cause harm to others that is called as durbuddheh misguided evil intelligence which is used to give harm to create harm to others is called durbuddheh Chikir so all this durbuddhi, hai, Dur-Buddhi people have assembled on the side of Kauravas, they have taken the side of the son of dhritarashtra extremely important. If you see, our Shastra they explain that there are six types of aggressors, six types of aggressors. Aggressors means one who creates problems to others, they are called aggressors. One who hurts others, they are called aggressors. And when people use their intelligence to hurt others, they are called duru And this is a very defeating word used by Arjuna to explain the side of the son of Dhritarashtra that is Duryodhana. This Duryodhana, let us see, there are six aggressors, who are those six aggressors? A poison giver, number one, one who gives poison to others is an aggressor. Number two, one who sets fire to others. Homes is also an aggressor number three one who attacks with deadly weapons is also an aggressor number four one who plunders other riches, who has lot of wealth if you go and plunder them then we become aggressor number five one who kidnaps other's wives is also an aggressor number six One who steals, one who captures other's property and land He is also an aggressor So there are these 6 aggressors And if you see the life of Duryodhana He is not just one type of aggressor He actually fits into all the 6 categories of aggressors Number 1 poison giver When Bhima Was quite young, they were all small children Duryodhana had made an attempt to give poison to Bhima. So he became an aggressor. He set fire to others home. When they were went to, they had gone to Lakshagraha. Lakshagraha was burned to ensure that the Pandavas are dead. So he became the second aggressor there. Third aggressor attacks with deadly weapons. There were many instances of Baha where Duryodhana has used deadly weapons especially in the of Draupadi and many other places they used deadly weapons to attack the Pandavas Number 4, one who plunders the riches in that very infamous gambling match we all know that how Shakuni and Viryodhana took away all the riches of Indraprastha of vidishthira Isn't it? So he became an aggressor there and one who kidnaps the wife of others Although, the Kauravas did not kidnap Draupadi, but they insulted in that again, infamous Asat Sabha, the gambling match, they tried to insult Draupadi by stripping her naked. So that was again an aggression, that is also considered to be an aggression, attacking somebody else's wife. And number six, capturing others land, he wanted to ensure that everything belongs to him and nothing belongs to Pandava although the Pandavas had the rights over the kingdom but then Duryodhana wanted to assert all the properties of the Pandavas and that is what has led to this Ghastli war that we are all seeing today in the form of the Battle of Suryodhana so Durbuddhe so this Duru was there in Duryodhana and he actually transgressed All these different types of aggressions Very very important to know In the olden days, in the ancient Vedic times When anybody used to be an aggressor It is the responsibility of the king To immediately finish that person To give him the capital punishment Hang him to death Because that was seen from the spiritual perspective So that he does not create further disturbance in the society Capital punishment was given to them It is not like today's modern Kali Yuga kind of judgment where cases like Nirbhaya, it took so many years to come to one conclusion and give a decision. Earlier things were not like that. When they know that he is an aggressor, they will give him immediate capital punishment. And it is important, not just for the soul within that person, but also for the society so that there is no disturbance created. So all these things have to be understood very So yes, here, Suryodhana is referred to as Durbuddehe, he is an aggressor and he has to be punished and he will be punished here, very, very nicely he will be punished in this battle of Purusheta. So now let's go to the next one, by the way, if you have any questions, please uh, mention that in the comment section and I will take those questions uh, once uh, we come to the last section uh, we will definitely take those questions. Any point of time you have any questions. Please feel free to mention that in the comment section. Alright, so let's go to shloka number 24. Please repeat. Sandhaya Uvacha Devambuktori Siketho. Good Senayor Uvayor Madhe Shtapayit Vala Dottamam Let's repeat again Sanjayo Vaja Devam Pukhtori Jikejo Sena Yoruba Yormadhew Sapa Yit Bara Totam Fantastic. So let's uh, repeat the translation. Sandeya said. Old descendant of Bharata, being thus addressed by Arjuna, Lord Krishna drew up the fine chariot in the midst of the armies of both parties. Wonderful, very nice. So, now again the attention is shifted back to Sanjaya. So, Sanjaya is speaking here now. What is he saying? Evam Mukto Rishikesho. Rishikesha. We have already understood in the previous uh, discussion in the slow class, what is the meaning of Rishikesha. Rishikesha means one who controls the senses. Guda the Bharata. So Bharata, who is a Bharata? Anybody who is coming in the lineage of Maharaj Bharat, after whom we are all called as Bharata Vamchis or this place, this tract of land is called Bharatvarsha, is named after the king Maharaja Bharat, a very, very auspicious, a very, very great king. Maharaj Bharat was. He was a very pious king. So Bharata, this is the only instance in the Bhagavad Gita where Dhritarashtra is addressed as Bharata. Rest everywhere in the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna is referred as Bharata, but in this section, this sloka, is referred as Bharata because they are all coming from the same lineage, Bharata. And why Sandhya is using this word Bharata is also to tell Dhritarashtra, oh see Dhritarashtra, such an unfortunate situation, a very unfortunate situation. You are coming in the lineage of great Maharaja Bharat, but you are acting impiously, irreligiously. It is not befitting you coming in the lineage of Bharata. It is not right, Dhritarashtra. So that is what he is trying to indicate here to Eva Rikrashvara. Gudakesha Gudakeshvenabharata. Who is Gudakesha? Very interesting. Arjuna's another name is Gudakesha. Gudaka means sleep. Isha means controller. Gudakesha means one who has controlled sleep. It is called Gudakesha. Are we Gudakesha? No, oh, we are not it. We all get so tired and we want to sleep. We become very sleepy. In fact, some, I don't know, I am not able to see some of you. Maybe listening to me right now, also some of you may be dozing off. If you are dozing off, please don't do that. Become gudakesha at least for the next few minutes. It's important. So it, please control over your sleep. So Arjuna is called Guda Kesha because he had conquered three How long time back when Arjuna, the Pandavas and the Kauravas were in the Gurukula of Gronacharya. They were learning archery and they were learning the military science in the school, in the Gurukula of Gronacharya. Once it so happened that in the night, While sleeping, Arjuna heard some sound and he woke up and he started following that sound and then by following that sound, it led him into a kitchen and there it was pitch dark, he could not see anything or anybody and then as he was going forward, he touched someone It was not difficult for him to know and recognized who is that person, because he could know and understand that it is none other than his own brother, Bhima. Yeah, hey Bhima my brother, what are you doing here in the kitchen? And Bhima said, Arjuna is very hungry and that's why I'm here. And Arjuna was like, hey, but how are you eating? It's so dark here. How are you able to see the food? And most of all, how are you able to put that food in your mouth without seeing the food? Bhima said, my brother, experience, you know. That was a eureka moment for Arjuna. Arjuna thought, if my brother Bhima can eat food, put food in his mouth without seeing, in pitch dark, why not me, why not I, go out in the pitch dark and shoot arrows and learn? how to shoot arrows in the dark. And that is when Arjuna decided that I will not sleep in the night. And Arjuna started practicing archery even in the night, in the pitch dark. And there is a special art in the archery called shabda Shabdabhedi means just by hearing the sound, he can shoot the arrow at the target. That is called Bedi. You must be aware, in Ramayana also, when uh, our uh, great father of uh, Lord Ramachandra, that is Dashrath Maharaj, when he was hunting in the forest, he thought, oh, I hear the sound of a deer which is drinking water, he heard the sound and he shot an arrow and then unfortunately it was not a deer but he was Shavanda Kumar. And that is how he was cursed also. I am just trying to convey the point that how, in the olden days, the king's great archer had the ability to shoot arrows at the target just by listening the sound, not even looking at that object. So that is how Arjuna was practicing even in the night and when Drona came and asked in Rona Oh Arjuna, what are you doing in the pitch dark in the night? Arjuna said, my dear Guru Dev, I am practicing archery. And Dronacharya was so pleased. He said, he is my favorite student. And I am going to give him astra-sastra knowledge completely to Arjuna. That was how pleased Dronacharya was Or Arjuna. So that is why God called, referred here as, Buddha Keeche So that is how previously, The names were kept based on the qualities of a person. Now we need to identify what are the qualities in us. So we have to identify and keep ourselves some names. Unfortunately, we don't understand our qualities unless we really grow up. And also when we grow up, not very good qualities come up. Most of the time it is mixed good and bad qualities. Anyway, so here Uda Keita means one who has conquered three So what did uh, uh, Krishna did? Krishna is taking the orders from Arjuna. He has uh, stopped the carriage now in between both the armies and let's see what happens next. So please repeat after me. Vishmatrona Pramukataha Sarvejapta Mahishitam Vajapata Pashetan Samavetan Purumniti Fantastic, so let's do that once again vishmatronaka mukataha. I'll repeat that again Vishmatrona mukataha. Sarve Jam Jam Samavetan Kununjati. Please repeat the translation. In the presence of Vishma, Drona, and all of the chieftains of the world, Rishikesha, the Lord. Said, just behold, Vata. all the gurus who are assembled here. Alright, so, sloka number 25, so very interesting here. Now, Krishna is also very interestingly very intelligent, and he takes this Ratha, Chariot right before Bhishma and Drona. So, Krishna has already understood what is going on in the mind of Arjuna. He could understand Arjuna is getting bewildered. So now he has taken this rata in front of Bhishma and Drona. So, Bhishma was the commander in chief for the first ten days of the Mahabharata Yudha. And Drona was the commander-in-chief for the five days after Bhishma. He was the commander-in-chief for five days. Now Bhishma and Drona, they both are very, very dear to Arjuna. You see, after, uh, you know, Pandu being cursed by Kindamuni in the forest when he was uh, roaming with uh, Kunti and Madri, unfortunately while he was hunting, he shot arrow at uh, Kindamamuni and his wife, who had had taken the form of a deer, but then Kindamamuni cursed back Pandu, that he will die when he attempts to unite with his wife. And uh, after all the Pandavas were born, there was an unfortunate incident where Pandu died and then Madri followed it. now Kunti all alone one single lady who is widow who is already so much into pain because she has lost her husband and now she is taking this eight children five sons to Hastinapura which is such a hostile environment so it was very tough for Kunti because she was not very nicely welcomed at Hastinapura because of Dhritarashtra's sons and Dhritarashtra himself so it was not a very good situation so for the Pandavas it was Bhishma, a fatherly figure they were very attached to Bhishma and this same Arjuna when he was a small boy he used to sit on the lap of Bhishma and he used to dirty all the clothes, the white clothes of Bhishma and Arjuna and Bhishma would never mind that because he was so affectionate towards all the Pandavas, the sons of Pandu. And Dronacharya, even Dronacharya was so pleased with Arjuna and equally Arjuna was so respectful and he loved his uh, great teacher Dronacharya and now both of them, they are right in front of him, before him ready to fight. What a situation it is for Arjuna. A terrible situation indeed I mean we have not faced a situation like this So it is not easy for Arjuna to fight against his own uh, own, uh, relatives It is extremely difficult for him And this is the shloka Shloka number 25 Where Krishna is Speaking indirectly, Krishna has not still begun his own uh, uh, talks on Bhagavad Gita instruction. But indirectly in this shloka, Krishna is speaking because it has been narrated by Sanjaya. So just behold, Krishna is saying, Just behold, Arjuna. So indirectly, the very first time Krishna is speaking in this word, directly he will speak in the second time. So this is the situation now. He has seen both Rona and Bhishma in front of him and after looking at them, let's see what happens next in Shloka number 26. It's very interesting now, let's see what Arjuna is going to reveal, what is his mindset? let's understand that. <speaking> Pitran Atapitaman Pitran Atapitaman Pitran Atapitaman Is it uh, visible to you on the screen, the shloka? No problem, don't worry about the mistakes, it's absolutely fine. आचार्यान मातुलान Pratran, पुत्रान Putran Bautana, Sakim Satam, Sambank, Fantastic. So let's do that once again. Tatrapashya sitan pataha Acharyan Aacharyan Putraan Pautraan Vakinshata Shoshuraan Turrashyaiva Senayorubayorapi It's just a matter of practice. You will all get used to this uh, transcript very soon. Please repeat the translation. There, Arjuna could see, within the midst of the armies of both parties, his fathers, grandfathers, teachers, maternal uncles, brothers, sons, Grandsons Friends And also his father-in-law And well-wishers All present there Thank you so much So very interestingly here you see, Arjuna is looking at all the great personalities standing before him. He is seeing his own father-like figures. So many of the age of his own father, like Pandu and Dhrashtra, of that caliber. He is seeing his grandfather, like Bhishma Pitamaha. He is seeing his teachers, gurun. There are so many people of like Dronacharya. His teachers, maternal uncles. Shalya was there. who is the maternal uncle because he had a stepmother, Madri, and Madri's brother is Shalya. So Shalya is fighting on the side of the Kauravas, and he is supposed to be the maternal uncle of the Pandavas. And Shakuni, Shakuni also happens to be the maternal uncle of Duryodhana. So even he is there fighting. The so maternal uncles are there, and brothers. Oh, and the other Pandavas, all brothers are together now, ready to fight, sons. As we have mentioned in the previous lokas how all the Pandavas sons were there. Abhimanyu was there, and Duryodhana also had a son called Lakshmana. So Lakshmana also was there, fighting on the side of the Kauravas. So sons were there, grandsons were there. Can you imagine? Even grandson, Lakshmana, who is the son of uh, Duryodhana, he had his sons, Lakshmana's sons. Even they were present before Arjuna. Now, grandsons, ready to fight. And then his father-in-laws, like uh, 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 Drupada, who is uh, the father of Draupadi. Even he is fighting. Father-in-law you know, and well-wishers, friends, friends. Friends like Ashwatthama Even he party, Well-wisher Well-wisher is Krita Verma. Krita Verma is the commander-in-chief of the Narayani Seva Sena This Narayani Sena belongs to Krishna And he said that okay Duryodhana, you take it And Krita Verma was a very great well-wisher of Angela They were very very good friends But now see the situation this Narai Zena who Zena, which, which was led by uh, Krita Verma is fighting on the side of Karmath against Arjuna. See, in our life also, when we have some family gatherings, it's a very joyful event, isn't it? When we all go for a marriage party where we see all the varieties of relatives who have assembled and we talk and we exchange. Greetings, we share so many of our wonderful events and we are all very joyful when we all come together That is another thing now in Kali Yuga, it is very difficult uh, for people, uh, family members to gather Because uh, the children are somewhere, they are in different countries, the parents are in different countries And they are all dispersed, they are all not staying together that's a very unfortunate situation in Thali So parents are separate, children are separate, everybody is away And most important event also, we are honored, we are not together So these kind of things we have seen So here All these family members of different grades, different relatives a very tough situation for us. extremely difficult situation for us tonight. So we should understand what the terrible situation it is. If we were in this kind of a situation where we were to fight our own relatives, it would be very tough for us. We would go in anxiety, so much of depression. And that's going to happen for us in all going forward. So all these different categories of course, it is here. And now the next sloka, the 27th sloka is actually telling us the Vishada, he is going to explain to us the Vishada of Arjuna. That is why the title of the very first chapter of Bhagavad Gita is called Arjuna Vishada Yoga. So, 27th shloka is actually going to explain to us that Vishara. Let's see, what is that 27th stroka? Extremely important. Okay, both are saying. Roma is also there. Okay, great. All of, both of you can chant. Sarvan Bandun Navasthitan Kripaya Paraya Vishto Vishidhan Nilama Prave Wonderful! Okay, Roma you can come now. Let's do that once again. Tanta Miksha kauteya. Let's repeat that. Please repeat after me. Tan samiksha kaunteya Tan samiksha kaamteya. Sarvad bandhu Okay, looks like there is some audio issues there. Kripaya Pare Yadishto Vishidhan It looks like there was some uh, audio issue, no problem. So Sudha Ji, please repeat the translation after me. I will display that on the screen. When the son of Kunti Arjuna saw all these different grades of friends and relatives, he became overwhelmed. compassion and spoke thus, yes, so very, very, very interesting, very interesting now, so here's Arjuna, Santamit Shasta Kauteya, Darvan Bandhundava Sitar, Kripaya pareya Vishto, Vishidhan Nidamakravir, so that Vishada has now come into his heart, Previously, when Duryodhana, he saw the army of the Pandavas, what happened to Duryodhana? He became all pumped up, all his diplomatic qualities, his leadership qualities, all pumped into him and then he started exhibiting his qualities of diplomacy, isn't it? So he was all ready to fight. That was what happened when Duryodhana saw the army of the Kavrava, or the Pandavas. But here, when Arjuna is seeing the opponent, he is not seeing the warriors. He is actually seeing his relatives now. He is seeing all the different grades of relatives. So Arjuna is now seeing not the warriors but his relatives. Duryodhana saw, when he saw the army, he became all pumped up, ready to fight. But whereas Arjuna, when he saw the army, what happened to Arjuna? He is developing compassion. Arjuna is now thinking, oh, these are all my relatives. How can I fight? He is developing compassion within his heart. So Duryodhana saw and Arjuna saw. But when Krishna saw the army, what happened? When Krishna glanced at the armies of both the Pandavas and the Kauravas He reduced the lifespan of all these people less than 18 days That is what happened When the Supreme Lord Krishna He glanced at the armies of the Pandavas and Kauravas He reduced their lifespan to 5 days, 6 days, 10 days, 15 days whatever based on their respective karma Krishna reduced their lifespan and this is confirmed by Bhishma Pitamaha in Srimad Bhagavatam. Bhishma is saying that how? Oh dear Krishna, when you saw the armies you reduced the lifespan of each and everything and the soldiers. So that is what happened there. So now we should understand that this Arjuna on the battlefield of Kurukshetra, Dharma Kshetra Here what is happening to Arjuna? When everybody is ready to fight He is remembering all the old memories That he had with his own relatives He is remembering all those memories here Very interesting Why such compassion? is developing in Arjuna's heart This is not the first time that Arjuna is fighting with these people his relatives Isn't it? In the whole Mahabharata there were many incidents before also that how Arjuna has already fought with his own grandfather Bhishma with his brothers during the time of Virata when they all came to attack Virata kingdom. That is when Arjuna fought very valiantly, very, very valiantly with his own grandfather Bhishma and his brother. And his teacher also, Dronacharya. Krana was there. So all these people in the battlefield of Virata, he fought against them. So this is not a first time. Even during Gopalik's Mahayamala, he fought with them that time he was not developing, but why now? So Ved Vyasa is very nicely explained to all of us here that when a person, he wants to escape from his duties, when he doesn't want to execute his duties, what people do is, we take the shelter of some irrational reasons and we want to give away We want to give up our duties, that happens with most of us. That is exactly what Ajara is doing now. In the name of dharma, in the name of relatives and friends, he gradually wants to step back and say, no, 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 I don't want to fight. He is not willing to fight. So this weakness, vishadha, vishadha means, the weakness of the mind. So why does this weakness of the mind come upon us? It is because of our attachment to our friends and relatives. My dear listeners, we also have attachment towards our own friends and relatives. And to so many things of this world, we have developed attachment. So this attachment creates moha, illusion. We start thinking something which is not real to be real. We take something to be real, when it is actually not real So that is called illusion, moha So when this moha covers us because of attachment What happens? We develop vishadha Manodaurpalyam Manodaurpalyam means the weakness of the mind We develop weakness of the mind, vishadha and what this vishada does within us? This vishada, weakness of the mind, it checks our duties. It stops us from performing our duties. We all have certain duties as a father, as a mother, as a husband, as a wife, as a friend, as a responsible citizen. We all have different duties. But when we are overpowered by illusion, attachment, we become confused about our duties, extremely confused about our duties. And that vishada is what's happening and now when we are overpowered by this vishada, we don't want to execute the duties, we start rationalizing, we start giving some rational ideas to convince ourselves and others that it is not good to do this particular duty Now Arjuna is going to do that It is said Sarvavyapara uparamaha Sarvavyapara uparamaha means When we want to step back from our duties we we give up our lot of rational ideas and thinking to escape So such escapism is commonly seen in human beings but now we should not take up this kind of escapism, escapist mentality which Arjuna is displaying here, very very important. So here Arjuna is representing all of us, although Arjuna is on the battlefield and he is about to fight, but actually this whole Bhagavad Gita, whatever Arjuna is asking questions going over to Krishna, is actually our questions, all these various questions we have over our minds, own our minds, which are unresolved, since our childhood we want to know certain truths and reality of this life and about the universe, about this life, which are not resolved. We want to know all these things. So these same questions which we have, have been asked by Arjuna, who is representing all of us to Krishna and Krishna will answer all of them very nicely. One by what? One by what? One by what? one. By what? So that is what happens when we also face a lot of difficult situations. Dharma Sankat. We Kaisa na when we say that Dharma Sankatogya. Dharma Sankat ho gaya. means we are in duality. We should do or we should not do. So many times we face that situation. That is why this Vishada is come upon now. So this section of the Bhagavad Gita, with this Section. We finish the first portion of uh, Sainyendriya Yoga complete here. At uh, verse number 21 to 27 is Sainyendriya Yoga. All the different warriors and warfare, everybody is been described. From so now going forward, from verse number 28, Arjuna is going to present very very nice arguments to Krishna. Why he is not supposed to fight? He tells the Krishna, no, 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 I am not going to fight because of this this, this reason. Arjuna is confused. But his confusion is organized confusion. It is not ordinary confusion like that. Arjuna's confusion is also very organized. And he gives very, very interesting arguments telling that Arjuna, no, no, I don't don't want to fight. And what are those reasons? Let us check. In the very first, Session I had described the division of this whole chapter 1. I have displayed that on the screen. So, chapter 1 is divided basically into two sections. Section 1, 1 to 27, verse number is Times and Nirikshana Yoga. In this first section, there are three subsections. 1 to 11 words is the preparation for war, verse number 12 to 20 is signs of Victory of Pandavas. And subsection 3, that is verse number 21 to 27, is Krishna as Salah. And now, going forward in the next session, we will begin the new section where Arjuna is putting forward various reasons why we should not have this fight. We should not fight. And what are those reasons? Number one, compassion. Number two, enjoyment. Number three, fear of sinful reaction, papa. Number four, destruction of family traditions. And number five, indecision. So all these different reasons Arjuna is going to put forward. And Krishna, one by one, is going to resolve this confusion, this organized confusion of Arjuna. So now, with this, let's complete today's session. Discussing, I don't want to go to the next section because it's going to be very interesting going forward, but let us take some questions. I see that some of you have asked me questions. So let's take some questions. So Dave chandan is asking. I wanted to ask whether even today can we control our or reduce our sleep To a certain extent, like Arjuna. Okay, good question. Can we also become Gudakesh? Yeah, extremely possible. It is definitely possible. In the last decade or so, since I have taken spirituality and I have been practicing Krishna consciousness, I also used to like to sleep a lot. I was attached to sleep. Sleeping gives us pleasure. The more we sleep, we think that, oh, I am enjoying. It's kind of an enjoyment. Sleeping is an enjoyment. But then, all those who are really seeking to go forward in spiritual life, it is recommended that we reduce our sleep gradually. So, in the last 15 years or so of my spiritual practice, I have seen that gradually, as my interest develops in spirituality, in understanding Bhagavad Gita, and practicing spiritual life gradually it is faded. My, my sleep, attachment to sleep is reducing. So generally I sleep for six to six and a half hours on an average. And uh, gradually it is reducing. My spiritual master, Shilakavupa, used to sleep only for two hours in a day. So that is extremely uh, possible but by practice and at the same time you need to develop a higher attachment We cannot give lower attachments unless we develop a higher attachment So when you start developing higher taste for spiritual life Then all the lower taste for sleeping and eating all those things gradually It is possible. We can also become Buddha Kesha If not to the extent of Arjuna where he could control completely but at least we can reduce to some extent. So that is possible. And the next question uh, Chaitanya is asking very interestingly here. Who is more dearer to God? One who performs his duties, responsibilities, and follows dharma, or somebody who leaves all his duties aside without performing and just pray God. <laughs> so yeah, very interesting question and uh, this is exactly what Krishna is going to address in the third chapter, also that what is karma? Karmanne kadachana So there are lot of things uh, we will discuss about karma So basically what Krishna is saying here to Arjuna also, he is telling Arjuna don't give up fighting. The whole Bhagavad Gita is spoken by Krishna to Arjuna to inspire Arjuna to fight, to perform his duty as a Shatriya. Arjuna is telling, no, 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 I want to back off, but Krishna is saying, no, 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 you have to fight. This is your duty as a Shatriya and you have to do this, you have to perform your duties. So, Bhagavad Gita is spoken to inspire Krishna, Arjuna to perform his duties. So, definitely we cannot escape. From duties, we have to do our duties, but some people, in the name of praying to God, they want to give up their duties. That is not recommended here. Krishna says, Krishna is saying to Arjuna, you do your duties, but think of me. You are, you are a software engineer, no problem. You keep walking, but while you are working on coding, you think about me. You are a housewife, you are cooking at home. While you are cooking, think of me. You may be anything, any profession. Arjuna is a warrior. But we are also battling with so many things. We are fighting our own wars. But while you are fighting your wars individually, think of Krishna. That is devotional process. That is what is recommended. Not that I escape in the name of... I, and they cannot do also. Many people who think, oh, I just say God's name. It is... Soda bottle enthusiasm. You know what is soda bottle enthusiasm? Initially, they are very enthusiastic. Bhagavad Gita sunna hai. Bhagavad Gita po samajna hai. And few sessions, you know, they really want to come and understand. But after some time, that enthusiasm goes down. Are ye to chalta I just want to sleep. I want to enjoy my Sunday. Wonderful time. I want to... No, no, no. I cannot waste my time. Let me enjoy. Watch a movie. IPL is there. This is there. That is there. Let me watch a movie. So that is how we need to understand doing duty but thinking of Krishna, that is devotional service. So that takes time and Chaitanya, I hope that answers your question. So another question Chaitanya had asked in the last previous session was why so many people were blowing conch in the battlefield of Kurukshetra. And it has been referred so much, so many shlokas are dedicated saying that oh Bishma blew his conch, uh, Pandavas were blowing his conch What is the significance of blowing the conch? So blowing conch is a very auspicious sign, it's an auspicious woman and it is also mentioned in the scriptures that blowing conch is mentioned in the scripture that how when you blow the conch, the shamka, Nada. It is very painful to the evil spirits So when you blow the corn, it is as if pouring molten iron into the ears of the evil spirits It drives them away They cannot tolerate the pain of the sound of the blowing corn So that is why it is auspicious to blow corn even at our homes It is important that we blow corn We should have Shankanatha every day at least once we should blow the corn So that all the evil spirits Will get away from, get lost from our home. Extremely important. And that is why in the temples also they blow the conch because it drives away all the evil spirits. That is how it is. So Achyutanji is asking how does one practice detachment? So that is why. So with this sort of knowledge, when we have this knowledge, with this sword of knowledge we should break the attachments. We should break the, all the material attachments with the sword of knowledge. So that is why we are here studying the Bhagavad Gita, because by understanding the principles of the Bhagavad Gita, we will develop that knowledge and with this knowledge we will be free from attachment, material attachments. We can break the attachment. Extremely important. So develop, develop knowledge. And that is we are, that is what we are doing now. We are developing knowledge. And very soon, gradually, just like now in the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna is having all this attachment, this is full of attachment. But by the end of the Bhagavad Gita 18th chapter, Arjuna is saying, Krishna, I will do just the way you say. I will act according to your order. Karishe Vatanam Tava So by the end of Bhagavad Gita, hopefully we will also with this sort of knowledge become free from all material attachments. So it's just a matter of time, just a matter of time. So Vinod Chandran is asking here, how do we identify what is our calling in life? You are coming to this Bhagavad Gita Sessions online although we are, all are getting connected very mysteriously here It is an indication for us that yes, the Supreme Lord and Paramatma is directing us Go and seek out for me This is one possible reason and possible indication from the Lord that yes, come on, let's begin your spiritual journey here so this might be your calling. Who knows? We don't know unless we are conscious about each and every thing that is happening to us. Otherwise I don't know. I don't know you personally but you see the Lord, Paramatma within the heart, He knows how to connect. We are connected through internet today and able to speak with each other but the Lord has super internet. As Paramatma? He is connected to everything in this universe. So he knows how to connect people. So he uses. I am just Nimit Samatra. I am just an instrument, that's all. So all of us also are getting connected here and this might be our call. This might be our call. So be patient and I'm sure a lot of wonderful things will happen. So before we end, I just want to uh, let you all know that today is uh, uh, yoga day and on this day, we have uh, discussed very beautifully this Yoga Shastra This Bhagavad Gita is called Yoga Shastra It's also called manas Shastra The greatest psychological study that if anybody wants to understand is the Bhagavad Gita So this Yoga Shastra is manas Shastra On this Yoga Day we have described and understood this beautiful Yoga Shastra Today happens to be Father's Day also I guess And also it is Solar Eclipse today so, please take care and be safe until uh, next few hours I think until uh, 2 pm, I think it is a safe time for all of us to, uh, I have already sent a message yesterday certain directions, certain do's and that- don'ts that we are supposed to do during this phase and believe you or not the best thing that we can do during solar eclipse is actually Vedaparaya, the bhagavad Gita parayana that's what we are doing today So, after this session also if you can read a little bit of Bhagavad Gita and until 2 pm if you can chant the holy name this beautiful Hare Krishna Maha Mantra Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Ram Ram, Hare Hare That will also help you a lot So for the next few hours please uh, uh, dedicate and invest some time in understanding spiritual life, in understanding the Bhagavad Gita and also practicing the mantra meditation That will be really, really, very really nice